0: Hello, hello welcome to the Autism 360 podcast, The 360 Method, a weekly podcast where we talk about everything Autism 360. Each week we'll be catching you up with what's going on in the program, chatting with team members and talking all things mindset as well as exploring relevant ideas that autism parents think about. So welcome, I'm your host Ella Bailey, I'm Autism 360 veteran coach and explorer of all things parenting support. And lucky me, today I'm joined by the talented and fabulous Ashley Hyman, one of our parent coaches here on the program. Ashley joined the program in August, 2021 and has helped dozens of families since then and especially developing a bit of a um, interest in ADHD. Ashley, how are you? Hi, hello, good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, always a pleasure, never a chore. Um, And welcome to our lovely listeners. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for tuning in. And we care about your thoughts and experiences, whether you're a program member or not. We would love to hear from you. So please drop us a a line at hello at autism360.com because we love our listener feedback. I'm sure Ashley would agree that the uh, parents are the paramount, most important part of our program. So we love to hear from you.
1: Um,
0: Before we get started, I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation uh, on whose land I live and work and from where this podcast is being broadcast today. And also just mention that this is not a substitute for medical or allied health advice. If you're worried about your kiddo or you have concerns about yourself, please do get in contact with um, your GP or get in contact with the program. We'd love to be able to support you on your journey So, Ashley, now we get to talk about the good stuff. Absolutely. We can dive straight on into it. Um, So,
1: most of us already know what ADHD is. So, today the main thing I want to cover is strategies that we could employ to help our little kiddos. Awesome. So, I'll quickly cover what ADHD is, but then move straight on to the exciting stuff. Awesome. Let's hear it. ADHD it's a condition that affects somebody's ability to concentrate so people with ADHD will usually experience periods of time where they are inattentive hyperactive or impulsive um, this generally will be at a level that it will interfere with their daily living functions
0: okay and so uh, if this is something that you see a lot in the program you see a lot of kiddos coming in with asd but then showing a lot of adhd signs is that right
1: yeah absolutely i mean adhd and asd um there seems to be more and more kiddos getting diagnosed with both Um, if not you know sometimes parents suspect it they're going through the process Um, so it's definitely one to um discuss because we can employ some simple strategies that also help with asd as well so definitely these strategies um are are quite helpful for the both
0: awesome okay well let's get started what's your first
1: hot tip (laughs) my first hot tip is going to be a memory prosthetic Mm. um so what it means is using written instructions or visuals um to help the kiddo remember and accomplish steps to a task So you could create, say, a visual routine for their morning or afternoon. Uh, It's got pictures and the written words of each step to complete that. So instead of just saying it's time to get ready for school and remembering them to – expecting them to remember each step of what that is, they can work step by step with basically the visual being their memory.
0: Okay. And so – what's the difference between that sort of support and just like a visual schedule is it the way you implement it
1: yeah absolutely so it's the way that it's implemented um look they can be confused a lot um the two can be considered quite similar but what we want is we want to break down every single step So we're not glossing over, we're very specific um, so that we are assisting with, say, if they're having an inattentive morning, they just have to simply glance at that to remember where they were and where to move on to.
0: Okay, I see. Could you give an example of a routine that you might use that kind of prosthetic for?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So something as simple as, say, brushing your teeth. Um, so breaking that completely down down to the point of we get our toothbrush we get toothpaste we put toothpaste on the toothbrush Um, we put it under the water and then going through to the steps of what we brush front teeth back teeth tongue rinse our mouth Um, so every single little step just to set them up for success um, it can be done as simply as creating it on a Microsoft Word document mm-hmm. um, that's visually attractive, or there is a great product you might have heard of, Talking Points.
0: I think I have heard of that. Yeah. yeah. What for parents? What What is a talking point?
1: Yeah. So a talking point is uh, you can record your voice, basically talking your talking your kiddo through a process. Um, so it can be multi-step instructions. That you record and then your child can press the button to replay as many times as they need to get through that process so this could be a good one for say after school where their bag goes there is this big button waiting to be pressed they press the button and it tells them the expectation of unpacking their bag uh, you know take your lunch box out put it in the kitchen get your drink bottle shoes off and so, if they get distracted, you could refer them back to the button. They press it again and see where they got to before wandering off. Um, so that's a super helpful one, and it's attractive for kiddos. What kiddo doesn't want to push a giant button?
0: If <laughs> it's red, am I right? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's a
1: few quick tips for memory. Um, yeah. But basically, that's there. Is apps these days that will help? Mm. Um, and don't want to do apps then going with visual instructions is a really good starting point
0: yeah absolutely i think some of the um kiddos that i've worked with who have that um attention deficit it helps Mm -hmm. that multi-sensory um support so you've got the visual in combination with the audio version of the um instruction like the talking point or Um, It also helps to, you know, you to move them through the stations of their routine or whatever. So they have all these different um, ways to engage with the instruction to help support their memory.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's also really kind to them considering everyone remembers things differently um so you know having both visual and verbal um they've got that better chance of absorbing the task and remembering the steps for next time so yeah doubling up um you know sometimes might be overwhelming but in a lot of cases it can improve their learning
0: totally and i'm uh you know i'm a verbal processor no wonder i have a podcast (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah okay so what else have we got what other strategies right. are your
1: hot tips? Mhm. Number two is also a super important one, motivation. Um, because honestly, in order to persevere with any task, you have to be motivated. Uh, so we can't expect any differently of our kiddos. So in the 21st century, obviously a great way of u- re- utilising motivation is going to be apps and technology. Um, so starting there, I guess, is finding the apps, that can get the task done Mm -hmm. in a motivating and fun way. So an example of that would be, again, the morning routine. We could utilize an app like the Kids To Do List by Little Eco, Mm -hmm. that allows you to edit and create a visual routine. And when they complete it, they tick off stars that pop. And when they get through the whole routine, it gives them a little 30 second game to play. That's fun, I love that, okay. Yeah, so obviously increasing motivation, well, how can we make it fun? Um, You know, of course there is rewards, which is when they get to the end, but the motivation to get through is what we need to spend some more time finding those creative ways. So that is one way. If you want kind of a technology-free version, um, there's always working towards tasks. So breaking it down, they do step one and they get a little reinforcer motivation to keep going. Um, So that's kind of the simple ways. But, I mean, Ella, what's your experience with, you know, technologies and apps as a motivational tool? Do you agree?
0: Yes, there's one that's um, there's one that's standing out to me, which was this um, beautiful little girl that I was working with who um, just wasn't on board with toothbrushing. She was just (laughs) not about it; it was not her mood, Um, and we were really struggling to obviously help look after her oral hygiene. Mm -hmm. So I found I went on a good old um, internet search, and I found this app that syncs with their toothbrush. And um, as so, the app brings up a picture. It's all covered in bubbles. They can't see what it is. And as they move the toothbrush around in their mouth, it slowly reveals a new picture every day.
1: I and, love
0: that. Yeah, super fun. And it um, it whatever the character on their toothbrush is, like Elsa or you know whoever. Um, that's the picture that comes up on the app. So that was a really um, fun one. Yes, that's really yeah. good. Okay, and I, I like Oral-B, Oral-B. Oral-B. Yeah.
1: Good to know. Yeah. And see, that's just a, a quick and easy way to, you know, utilise technology. We're not saying if you do this, you get it the iPad for an hour. It's using it in the moment. Um, that's brilliant. I love that.
0: Yeah, super fun. And yeah. um, it also times... The activity without timing the activity because they have to see the whole way through to be able to get access to the, that picture at the end, which takes time.
1: Yes. Yeah, not a daunting countdown or, yeah, love that. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I'll dive into my third strategy. Um, so, My third strategy is physical exercise. Um, now, we all know, you know, doctors say physical exercise is good for everything. That's nothing new. With ADHD, research has found um, that people with ADHD have higher levels of theta brain activity. Now, this activity is known as the sleepy brain wave, um, but exercise, that increases a different brain wave called beta, which increases focus and attention. So when you look at it from that perspective, physical exercise is going to increase the exact brainwave needed to assist in attentional skills. Mm -hmm. Um, So just a small amount of physical exercise broken up throughout the day is going to kind of fight for that good brainwave activity that we need.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I found a lot of kiddos that um, do have that more hyperactive form of ADHD are really... Um, highly cardiovascular form of exercise actually heightens their um, hyperactivity have you ever noticed that or or gotten feedback from parents around that
1: yeah absolutely and i guess it's just how we pick and choose the activity suitable for those moments then so for example if we're just needing them to focus and attend to their meal at hand Mm. and not get distracted so that they eat enough Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's mealtime and if it's dinner, it's going to be bedtime soon. We're definitely not going to recommend something that's too stimulating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be something as simple as breaking up their dinner time into, hey, can you go get this from the other room for me? Mm-hmm. And just giving them that small permission to move.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, if they end up skipping or running there, that's that's their exercise. That's their movement. Um, But, yeah, absolutely, it's kind of picking and choosing that level of stimulation um, in the right moment.
0: Yeah, I've definitely found that when I guide my more hyperactive um, kiddos towards um, weight-bearing-type exercises rather than high cardiovascular Mm -hmm. output-type exercises, you tend to see an increase in the regulating nature of it. So things like... um, hanging from um, a set of monkey bars where they're having to support their own weight or um doing um wheelbarrow runs where they're having to move but with the weight of a pier or whatever with them or um a backpack full of books while they're running or something like that um Mm -hmm. helps to decrease that like agitation response that you can get from high cardiovascular output output activities whilst also getting the benefits of those beta brain waves that are brought on by exercise that's my little Absolutely. pro tip from the field
1: yeah love that definitely simple things like moving the laundry basket um exactly. pushing it along the floor brilliant yeah yeah awesome okay and my final strategy um is music now it can be considered an interesting one me out okay um, I'm gonna... playing music in the background believe it or not will help with overall focus so I'm not talking something too engaging like the kiddos favorite song that they can't help but sing and dance to okay. um, that's gonna pull them away from that homework you're trying to get them to do Harder. But I'm talking music with a constant and slow beat Um, So this could be, you know, a Spotify playlist. Spotify has a bunch of ADHD playlists Mm -hmm. that all follow that constant slow beat. Wow. Now, having that in the background is in their subconscious awareness, Mm -hmm. but it allows them to focus more on the task in front of them instead of trying to process multiple things at once there is something that's at least consistent in the background. Interesting, okay. Yeah. So it, it's a bit of an interesting one. It's, it's one that you've kind of got to give it a go before you believe it. I, I hear you, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, instead of getting distracted by say, the changing of TV channels in the background, this mm-hmm. consistent beat is going to be a lot less stimulating and therefore focusing on the task at hand is a lot easier
0: yeah interesting i've um in the past had some success with families whose whose children were struggling with that auditory overwhelm or um being overly stimulated by the auditory input in their environment with um trying out a bunch of different um uh white noise tracks so there's all sorts of different um sound wave levels and stuff that are on Uh, coming in through, like, white noise or pink noise or brown noise. They all have different... um, Frequencies. Frequencies, Frequencies. yeah. Yeah, That's the word I was looking for, (laughs) Um, kind of auditory qualities. And they Mm can really help because our brain, after a little while of processing the same sound for, um, you know, a few minutes at a time, it starts to um, uh, tune it out. And, you know, everybody has had this experience where you tune back into something and you think how long have I been listening to this for I don't know, <laughs> where am I you know um, absolutely yeah and I think that sometimes those like white noise or pink noise tracks in the background because mm-hmm. they're so easy for our brain to tune out it can actually help with reducing the auditory overwhelm which is kind of counterintuitive it is yes right? but less adding more
1: yeah yes yes yeah. absolutely yeah and that is the thing after 10 minutes we do um so you know if you take away that spontaneity of the child is oh, what was that sound or what am i missing out on um you know and, and put that consistent beat
0: in it, it is a lot easier in the long run yeah fascinating how the brain works right absolutely yes absolutely. endless endless um okay awesome well thank you for that i do have a um parent question for this week on this topic um mm-hmm. which i'm going to fire at you and folks actually has had no preparation for this i do not apologize <laughs> for that um rhonda from darwin asks um, my child isn't hyperactive but she can't seem to concentrate on any tasks even one she likes It also Mm -hmm. seems like she gets fatigued really easily. Do you have any suggestions?
1: Absolutely. The two quick ones that come to mind, one is chunking tasks. (laughs) Um, So if a task has a designated finish, who says that's the designated finish? Let's, you know, chunk it into three separate intervals that they can get through. And that allows for a little break in between so instead of having to push through what they perceive as a big task we can break it down into three bite-sized little pieces um so chunking that's a really important one and the second one i would say is including movement breaks in there so like i said with the dinner time um you know while your child is is kind of low and not hyperactive, they might still need to just wander around to then come back to the task at hand. So giving them little movement breaks that you can specifically suggest what they do, star jumps, can you go get this from the kitchen? Um, It just allows them to have that little break before continuing on.
0: Amazing. Um, Any other thoughts for Rhonda? Uh, look, honestly, with that, it's just
1: keeping in mind that if your child's kiddo is of school age, school is, is a really taxing time. They have a lot of demands placed on them. Um, they have a lot to get through. So if you're noticing that kind of exhaustion at the, in the afternoon, um, put in more of those respite breaks. So do chunk all tasks give them time to rest and recover Um, so just be mindful of you know what part is there a part of the day um, where these sorts of strategies are needed most and and having a look at that
0: okay i love that idea and i think you're right in um i guess just flagging for parents how much more of um a demand uh Mm -hmm. our kiddos on the spectrum are having to deal with in a school day than a neurotypical kid you know, yeah. they really are having to work much harder to engage um, in school, especially if it's a mainstream school. They're having to work so much harder to engage in the tasks that a neurotypical child, you know, potentially is breezing through. Absolutely.
1: Um, and yeah. taking that
0: into consideration when we're, um, again, expecting them to be able to continue on that focus into the afternoon or yeah, whatever kind of thing.
1: And that is, yeah, it's it's a lot more taxing for them to get through that day. So, you know, when you think about um, the demands of school, it's it's no surprise that you might notice it more in the afternoon. Um, If you're noticing it more in the morning, then obviously there's looking into sleep and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, when it comes to that low energy side, um, it's just making sure that we're being fair to their little growing bodies.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I remember being exhausted after school and... Uh, I didn't even have ADHD so um, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: oh thank you for coming on Ashley I love picking your brain about this sort of thing. My pleasure, thank you for having me. Absolutely and um, no doubt I will uh, come and knock in on your door again sometime soon um, oh, until then everybody um, I can't wait until next week where we talk about another. Uh, topic that's relevant to autism parenting until then please do drop us a line hello at, at hello at autism 360.com um, and until then think 360